Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. It has been on the air on Voice in America. We are in our 20th year, which is very exciting. And I'm very um, excited to be part of this lineup because of the amazing shows and people that I've been able to interview, really looking at, you know, how do you turn obstacles into opportunities and how do you really um, make the most of your life? And that's what this program has been about for all those years and still is. And I have a wonderful guest on today. Um, We're talking about something that sometimes I think um, is misrepresented. I mean, we talk about balance in life. We talk about satisfaction. We talk about, you know, feeling fulfilled and making our dreams come true. But one of the things that we don't talk about as much because it seems like, ooh, we might be going into a little bit of a shady area, is the word pleasure. And there are so many books and articles and blogs and sermons devoted to the pursuit of happiness but not so much about pleasure because many times people think that, you know, feelings of guilt and shame because they're thinking about sex. That's the first thing a lot of people think about, but there's so much more to pleasure. And I'm very excited today to interview Dr. Gia, Dr. Ja and Dr. Ja Gottlieb, MD, who has written a book called, Ah, The Pleasure Book. He sets out to redefine and reclaim the wisdom of pleasure as a natural resource for essential to our health and our well-being, which is essential as fresh air and clean water, and moreover, the key to a fulfilling and meaningful life. Interweaving his own life experiences and work as a healer with insights from history, religion, philosophy, neuroscience, and mysticism, Dr. Jaw offers a deep and clear understanding of pleasure, what it is, what it isn't, and why we need it. Dr. Jo is the son of an Austrian father and Chinese mother. He was born to write this book. While his father schooled him in the logic of chess, his mother imbued him with the intuitive ways of the East. After completing a BA in physics from the University of Colorado and an MD from Northwestern University and a family medicine residency at a top-ranked community hospital of Sonoma County, he journeyed to Japan and China for intensive training in martial arts and acupuncture. Returning to Boulder, Colorado in 1984, Dr. Jaw established the Still Mountain Clinic, which he has directed for over 25 years. He holds black belts in Aikido and karate, plays the bamboo flute, is a lifelong student of yoga and Zen meditation, and is learning to tango. He's the proud father of three daughters. Wow, wow, and wow, Dr. Ja. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, Patricia. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty um, everything. It's meaningful. It's impressive. It's amazing. Um, so, you know, I, I think I, I'm going to ask you this question right off the top of my head. But after reading that and reading the intro, my question is, why do you think that this book was so important to write? The whole book on just the aspect of pleasure in life. Why did you think it was so important? Well, um, you know, uh, this book, and I don't know about other authors and their process, um, but in this case, this book found me. And um, at first I thought, well, I'm going to write this uh, because I need to get a book out into the public because I have a few things to say to the world. And then that fell away. And then... Um, I also had this strong desire to write a book to my daughters. So this is a family book. Uh, but then that motivation uh, over the years, this took me 15 years to write, that fell away. And finally in the last uh, years, really uh, I was just of service to writing this book. And so I feel like uh, for whatever reason, I was uh, uh, 
chosen or tapped on to to write this about pleasure. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. really nothing has been written about it since the time of Epicurus, which was, you know, yeah, a long time ago. So um, it just needed to be done, and I, I was mm-hmm. the fellow to do it. Is is pleasure biological? Is it cultural? Or is it spiritual? Or is it all of those? Uh, pleasure is um, is at the very foundation of who we are as uh, human beings and as living creatures. So if you think about it, every living organism moves towards what promotes its existence and moves away from what threatens it. In lower animal forms, we call that instinct. They just seem to know how to turn, plants seem to know how to turn to the light. And um, animals know what berries to eat and when. Uh, And they know to run from predators. So we call that instinct. But in more complex organisms like ourselves, those instincts evolved into what we call pleasure and pain. Pleasure are those things that attract us. Pain are those things that push us away. And Mm -hmm. this is so, pleasure is biological, first and foremost. It's deep in our genetics and deep in our evolutionary development. What? Go ahead. Yes. Well, being human beings, we're more than simply biological creatures. We have something called culture, which are beliefs, stories, values, um, Mm. and we place that cultural template over our biology. Right. Right. So is that why? So interesting. is, Is that why so many people, or so many of us, you know, when you say the word pleasure, it arouses feelings of guilt or shame? Yes. Yes, and you say, well, gee, where did that guilt and shame come from? Other animals, dogs, cats, uh, animals in the wild, they don't seem to have a problem with that. So right. where, did, where did this guilt and shame come from? And you don't find the same uh, level of guilt and shame in other cultures. It's very specific uh, to our Western uh, civilization. Hmm. Interesting. So does it go back almost like to the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit of the tree of Precisely. good knowledge of evil? Yeah. Exactly. That, that's, uh, that's where that story begins. And if you want to understand uh, a lot of Western culture, as I go into it in my book, there are two basic uh, wellsprings of Western culture. One is uh, the Old Testament, the Jewish Bible, mm-hmm. and the other is uh, Greek philosophy. And so to understand uh, the spiritual roots of Western civilization, just read uh, the, you know, the first half of Genesis. It just lays it all out, and it begins uh, as human beings with the eating the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm, amazing. So you you said you said, Doctor Ja, that other cultures or different parts of the world are more attuned to embracing the pursuit of pleasure. Um, where would you say that? What would be those cultures? Are you talking about, for example, food and art and dance? Like, for example, in the European cultures, where you know food is is is, is a celebration. It's not just you stand over the counter and eat, you know, because you're hungry. I mean, this is a whole family celebration with the senses and people spend hours and days making things. And it's very different. Yeah, particularly in France and Italy, right? They really get into their food, whereas uh, the Brits, not so much so. Uh, The Germans, a bit. Um, and, And so, yes, you see these cultural differences of how uh, cultures relate to sensual pleasure. But we need to keep in mind that pleasure is more than just the senses. 
But that's the physical level of pleasure, which is mm-hmm. very important. It's foundational. But then there are three other levels of pleasure. Uh, after the physical level comes the emotional level of pleasure. Mm-hmm. And at that emotional level is where we experience joy and happiness and mm-hmm. fun. And then there's a mental level of pleasure where we enjoy pleasant thoughts that uh, my life has meaning, that I have enough money in the bank. Those are mental pleasures. And at the highest level is what I would call spiritual pleasure, how we uh, connect and fit into the source. So pleasure is much more than just sex and the senses and food. At the same time, the foundation of how do we know something is pleasurable? How do I know that I'm having a positive thought, for example, uh, and that I'm not depressed? Well, ultimately, the way I know I'm having a positive thought as opposed to a negative thought is that positive thoughts generate pleasant sensations in my body. And when I feel those pleasant sensations, I go, ah, That's a nice thought. Similarly, if you see a beautiful uh, landscape, you know, in Colorado, you go up to the divide and you look out over this broad expanse of forest and mountain. And again, there's that feeling of, oh, this is beautiful. And how Mm -hmm. do I know something is beautiful? It's because it uh, generates, elicits, arouses pleasant sensations in my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the body is very important to yeah. the whole notion of pleasure. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the other parts, as you said, the emotional and the mental and the spiritual parts of pleasure, um, as well as certainly, of course, the body of pleasure. My guest is Trent. Dr. Jaw. His full name is Dr. Ja Gottlieb, M.D., and he's written an amazing book, and it's called Ah, The Pleasure Book, Discovering the Seven Immutable Laws of Pleasure. Uh, Much more about pleasure. Don't go anywhere. This is really fascinating, and I think it's really needed. All right, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you looking for a happy lifestyle? Now that's a crazy question, isn't it? Everyone wants to be happy, but we struggle in trying to figure out how to get there. Want help with that? Then tune in to Say Yes, Be Happy with Natalie Botros. Find out about the Bon Vivant Girl lifestyle and learn how to enjoy every aspect of life and be happy. Say Yes, Be Happy. Listen live every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. I'm very excited about this topic today and my amazing guest. Um, The topic is pleasure, which we don't always talk about, right? We talk about satisfaction and balance and, you know, and success. But my guest is Dr. Ja. Uh, That's what he he goes by. But his full name is Dr. Ja Gottlieb, MD. And his book is Ah, the Pleasure Book. And Dr. Ja established the Still Mountain Clinic, which he's directed for over 25 years. He holds black belts in Aikido and Karate. I mean, he's a lifelong student of of yoga and Zen meditation. He's traveled to China and Japan for extensive training in martial arts. And he has his MD um, from Northwestern University. And there's a lot more. Very interesting. He was born to an Austrian father and Chinese mother. And uh, as it says in the book, he was born to write this book. So welcome back, Dr. Jia. All right. So we were talking during the break, and I asked you a couple things, and I said, you know what, I'm going to bring this up on the air because I know if I'm thinking it, my listeners are thinking about it. You know, I know we're going to talk about other aspects of pleasure in terms of emotional and mental and spiritual, but I want to go back to the physical for a minute because that's where we started. And, And there is a lot of guilt and shame around physical pleasure. And I think Somehow what's happened in our society is I think it's gotten worse. I think sexuality, because of all of the abuse around sex and sexuality, has has gotten, um, you know, it's either black or white. It's either you can or you can't. And I know when I'm teaching webinars on sexual harassment, I mean, you can't, today you can't even say, gee, the color of your hair is beautiful, or, or gee, I think you look great. Or, honey, you look good. You can't use those kinds of, you have to be very careful because it can be misinterpreted. And so I think it's confusing and I think it kind of misses the boat about when is sexuality okay and when is pleasure okay. And I'd kind of like you to talk about this from the tantric aspect, you know, where, um, and I've read about a tantric sex where it's very much about spirituality. It's about total body sensation. It's not about, it's about just the five senses kind of working together in concert with the other person. And we don't hear that much about Tantra, but I'm sure that's something you cover in your book. So talk about the pleasure aspect of sex and kind of help us a little bit get out of this kind of kind of sticky wicket that I think a lot of us are getting into. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it is a sticky wicket, and, and it's been there for a couple of thousand years. So uh, before... I. Before we talk about the uh, sexual ecstasy and bliss, which is what tantric uh, sexuality uh, is a practice of, and understanding that tantra is far broader than just sexuality, but this is how they approach the subject of sex. But before we can talk about that in a, a clear and open way, we need to understand our biases. This is where the guilt mm. and shame come in, mm. uh, the uncomfortableness, the uh, fig leaf moments that we have when we go to, uh, say, the bathroom, or when we get uh, when we are involved in sexuality, uh, and other animals, as I mentioned earlier, don't suffer this. So. Um, Because we have so so many layers of culture laid on top of our uh, pleasure biology, our sexual biology, it's very hard to get back to the origin, to what I call our original wholeness, which Mm -hmm. is the first immutable law of pleasure. We are born whole. We were born from pleasure. We were born for pleasure. It is our origin, source, and birthright. Mm. Um, wow. I think that's how we all start out, naked. And yeah. any, any parent who has had a child 
uh, you look into their eyes and you see this vast potential of being a human being. So that's where we begin, as my father would say, a, a book with plain pages. And yeah. then our culture, we have to learn how to live in our culture. And we learn to be uh, shamed about our bodies, about sexual pleasure, about our genitals in particular. Uh, we learn to feel guilt. And where did that start? Uh, I think knowing that it started with a particular individual and a story is helpful because if it's just the story, we can change the story, okay? Mm-hmm. So that story actually uh, begins with a fellow named St. Augustine, who in the early years of the uh, Catholic Church, which was the Christian Church, about uh, 400 CE, he looked at the story of Adam and Eve eating the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And he, he came up with a radical interpretation. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, God told Eve and Adam not to eat this fruit. It was forbidden. Because Eve did take the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and then shared it with Adam, she was responsible for the fall of man. That was the original sin. Right. And that original sin, according to doctrine, was passed on through uh, Adam's semen down to the present day. Okay? So, uh, at the time, though, when St. Augustine came up with this formulation, people thought he was a little bit uh, off kilter. No one had looked at that story of Adam and Eve in this stark way of good and evil and original sin. Now, most of us do not uh, carry around with this this idea of original sin. We carry around something that is far more insidious and far more subtle. And that I call the, the sense of original inadequacy. Mm-hmm. That no matter what I do, no matter mm-hmm. how much I have, it's mm-hmm. never enough. I am mm-hmm. not enough. You and know, I want to just modern I, form. Yes. Yeah, I, I just want to comment on that. I interviewed Please. a psychiatrist actually in in Manhattan a couple of years ago. She wrote a, a book on happiness and joy, and she said mm-hmm. that what she sees most in her clientele are people that just low self esteem. They just don't feel like they can measure up. She sees this day mm-hmm. in and day out, and these are successful yeah. people that she works with. So, yes. exactly what you're saying, exactly. All of us. This is our culture. And if you swim in a polluted stream, you're going to be stained. So it doesn't it matter is, how is, much money, uh, how much education. Um, so, yes, yeah, this, this feeling of original inadequacy. And, and then this tremendous emphasis on self about me, the individual. Okay? Yeah. So... If we look at that and we go, oh, wow, this is a story that uh, one man thought of, St. Augustine, because he was conflicted about his own sexuality. And I write about that in my book. He had quite a bit of lust. And at the same time, he was a very devout uh, Christian. And Mm -hmm. in trying to work through that inner conflict, he came up with this notion of original sin and then passed it on to the rest of us. And so, in order to experience sexuality in its uh, purest form, we need to at least be aware of our biases, our uncomfortableness around sex, and begin to let it go, begin to release it. And how do we release anything, ultimately? So, this gets a bit subtle, Patricia, but... Bear with me. The way we understand our culture is through stories, uh, images, and language, and therefore thinking. Our culture exists in our thoughts, our beliefs. Mm -hmm. 
so does our sense of self, my ego, who I am. I have all these words, labels, and images that I put together and I say, well, that's who Jog Otlieb is. You, as you read my bio, right? That's my, that's my uh, conceptual self. It turns mm-hmm. out that to really experience pleasure, any pleasure, sexual or otherwise, the only place we could experience pleasure is in the present moment. Mm. We can't experience pleasure in the future. We can't mm. experience it in the past. We can only experience it right now. But yeah. how do you get to the present moment? You can't yeah. think your way there because thinking is a little slow. It's always after the fact. It, right. As a matter of fact, if, if you're having enjoying an ice cream cone, the moment you say, oh, this tastes so good. This is great ice cream. You have diminished the pleasure of that ice cream cone. So because, how to be in but the you, moment. But, yeah, but, but you're enjoying it. So you are feeling the pleasure in the moment. Uh, th- this is why it's a bit tricky. It, in the moment of having the ah experience. Right. right. The body is filled with pleasant sensations. Okay. In the moment, the next moment, when I reflect on that and I go, that tastes good, I have now stepped out of that ah feeling. Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, We're going to take a break. This is fascinating. We're going to take a break. I understand (laughs) what you're saying. You're saying that it's in the moment and when the moment's over, then... You're not in it anymore, but to certainly, but that's where you have your thought. And I'd like to talk with you about that is that those memories, what about those pleasant memories? So next we're going to talk about pleasure from the aspect of mental and emotional and spiritual. And also, you know, even though the moment may be gone, we can still reflect on those beautiful moments. You know, people who've been in love or who've had wonderful jobs and they're no longer there, but they still, they go back and they think about it and it gives them pleasure. I'd like to talk to you about that next, Dr. Jam, Dr. Ja. Great. All right. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. My guest is Dr. Ja Gottlieb, MD. His book is Ah, the Pleasure Book. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we are back talking about a fascinating subject that, you know, you would think would be an everyday subject, but it isn't. And it's a subject of pleasure. We talk about balance. We talk about life satisfaction. We talk about enjoyment. We talk about fun. But we kind of stay away from the word pleasure because we think, uh-oh, what does that mean? Am I going to get into trouble if I have pleasure? And what Dr. Ja Gottlieb is saying is that pleasure is really a fundamental piece of who we are. And so welcome back, Dr. Ja. Um, Dr. Ja has an amazing background. He's the son of an Austrian father and a Chinese mother. Um, he was he has a BA in physics. He has an MD from Northwestern University. Um, he's been in family medicine. He journeyed to Japan and China for intensive training in martial arts and acupuncture. He's been in Boulder, Colorado since 1984 and established a Still Mountain Clinic, which he's directed for over 25 years. He holds black belts in Aikido and karate, a lifelong student of yoga and Zen meditation, um, plays the, the bamboo flute, and is learning to tango. Amazing. Dr. Jaw, you were right. To, it says here that you were right, born to write the book, and I would say yes after all that, of course. So, so all right. So let me ask you, this is where we left this, which you were talking about when you're in the moment and you have pleasure, right? And I'll use the ice cream yes. cone because everybody can understand that. So you eat the ice cream cone. It's absolutely delicious, and it's wonderful and sensual. Now it's over, and you say, that was delicious. But what you're saying is now it's over. You're not in the moment anymore because it's already passed. So my question is, but what about people who've been in love? What about people who've had a wonderful job? What about, you know, people I interviewed 20 years ago and I go back and listen to that interview and I go, oh, that was really good, but it's no longer here. Or I read a story of somebody or I... um, you know, read a poem of someone I loved. I mean, I go back into the pictures and all those memories. Isn't that pleasure? Or, because it's not really here now, does it also bring up pain? Take that away. (laughs) Right. Well, you're just right on the razor's edge uh, between uh, pleasure and pain. And the way it it works, I, I believe, is that, yes, we can have pleasant memories. Um, ex- we reflect on experiences that have taken place in the past. And as we reflect on those pleasant thoughts, we experience pleasant sensations in our body. And it makes us feel good. And And it's a wonderful... You know, the life of the mind is a wonderful place. But something my older brother taught me uh, early on, he said, you know, uh, the mind, and by mind I'm saying thinking, is a good servant but a poor master. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Thinking is a good servant but a poor master. So we use thinking for... uh, as human beings, to create all kinds of wonderful uh, gadgets, uh, figure out how to get from point A to point B, it's really very, very useful. Uh, on the other hand, it's not the only game in town. And, and it's actually a small part of something much larger going on uh, that we are immersed in. So when it comes to thinking and trying to get to pleasure through thinking, mm-hmm. it's uh, hazardous. Because when I... It, go ahead. Because 
that moment is no longer it was and so there is there's a longing there so that can be painful is that what you're saying yes we, we every time we have a desire right uh, to experience a pleasure and let's say that happens to be a pleasurable thought of when I was in love and it was mm-hmm. so fantastic mm-hmm. and I felt swept away and was uh, ecstatic with my love interest. It, for a moment, that brings pleasurable, the recollection brings pleasurable sensations into the body. But then in the next moment, it becomes clear that what I'm desiring and what actually is, there's a big difference. And once I become aware of that difference, I begin to suffer. So, uh, thinking ultimately always leads to suffering. It either leads to it directly and this is when people mm-hmm. are depressed and they begin to think they see a tree and the first thought they have is, oh, boy, you know, global warming, those trees are going away, uh, the rainforests are going away. And, they, and that thinking creates suffering immediately, okay? Mm-hmm. That's called depression. On the other hand, you look at that tree and say, how beautiful, uh, you know, I'm so happy to be alive in this right. moment. Right. And then we... And then we realize, well, you know, I'm a little bit hungry, or it's a little too warm, or it's a little too cold. And in that moment, I begin to suffer. So So, thinking as a way to approach pleasure is hazardous. All right. So, but one of the things you talked about is you talked about um, physical pleasure, and we were going to talk about mental pleasure, mental, emotional, and spiritual pleasure. So yes. if thinking is hazardous, then how do you differentiate that from mental pleasure? So I, I'm, I'm all in favor of mental activity, which is, you know, why I've studied so much. And it gives me a lot of joy. But as I said, it's a good servant, but a poor master. What I mean is, the way to enjoy a mental pleasure is when it appears, and it's a pleasant sensation, and you feel pleasant sensations in your body, be there, enjoy it. it. I hear you, And when it's not there, uh, let it go. Similarly, Mm -hmm. if I have a thought that is negative... And I go, oh, I'm worthless, I uh, don't have enough, I didn't uh, accomplish the things I wanted to in my life, whatever. Uh, You will have an experience of discomfort in the body. Okay, Mm -hmm. feel that discomfort and let it go. Let it go. In other words, don't hang on to it. Mm -hmm. Don't hang on. Mm -hmm. Be in the present moment as... Thoughts and sensations move through yeah. your body. Yeah, and that's Be that's an really vessel. hard. I, I think yeah. I think Gia, <laughs> yeah. that Doctor Jow, I think that's you know most people aren't. It, it's just hard. We don't even we're not even trained to do that. We're trained to achieve and go to the next one and keep moving and achieve. I mean, we're yes. just we're not trained to stand there and smell that flower and say, oh, and then come back, let it go, and then do something. We're just not. It, it's, um, exactly. I mean, maybe in Eastern cultures they are, but, uh, but what you're saying is because of that, we experience a lot of pain and suffering. I, I think that's what I'm hearing. That's part of it. But, but there's a good part. There's some good news, Patricia. Yeah. It, it's true. Our culture does not train us to be in the present moment. Our culture trains us to desire to live for the future. And, yes. and we're always moving on and on into the future. And you, you graduate and you have like a moment of like, oh, wow, you know, I graduated and it's gone. And now it's like, well, what's next? What's next? Okay, right. that's the way our culture is set up. But the way our mind and our biology actually works is that 
the larger part of our self is in the present moment already and always in, is in the present moment. Sometimes we don't realize this until uh, like a traffic, something happens suddenly. You didn't have time to think and your body just responded beautifully and appropriately. So the mm. deep mind is always in the present moment. And mm. even as we are talking together, Patricia, there have been many moments where you and I, as individuals and as thinking, disappeared. There's just been this exchange. And then yes. a moment later, we come back and go, oh, uh, I, here I am talking to Patricia and saying something. So our lives are filled with many, many moments of just purely being in the present. Mm-hmm. But we don't well, recognize it because we're, we're thinking. And whenever we're really deep into thinking, we're actually not in the present moment. We're not fully mm-hmm. in touch with it. Uh, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, I'm going to ask Dr. Jaw these questions because I think it's really, we haven't covered this yet. And that is, you know, the pursuit of empty pleasures, such as compulsions mm-hmm. and addictions or junk food or, you know, just lack of nourishment or anything that, um, you know, that, that creates uh, disorders and addictions. So I, I'd like to talk about that. And then I'd like to also talk about what we can do to really be more authentic and renew, you know, our enjoyment and pleasure. And, you know, we'll also t- talk about, again, emotional pleasure as well as spiritual pleasure. So stay tuned, folks. We have more to talk about with Dr. Ja Gottlieb, MD, who's written the book, Ah, The Pleasure Book. Right, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Making Action Happen, hosted by Sarah Blackhurst and Brian McCain. The program takes you inside Action 22, a Colorado-based community outreach organization established in 1999. The show focuses on public policies, both politically driven or not, which have ongoing and immediate impact on the Colorado community and the world. It doesn't matter where you are, you can make action happen. Listen Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. 
Hi, everyone, and we are back. Uh, I'm Patricia Raskin, and my guest today is Dr. Ja Gottlieb, MD. His book is Ah, the Pleasure Book. You can log on to drjagiamd.com, drgiamd.com. Dr. Ja. Patricia, it's it's J-I-A. You know, and you know what's interesting? Yes, and I have that written down, and I read it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, Dr. J- D-R-J-I-A-M-D.com, and I'll repeat it again because sure it right. sounds it's spelled differently than it sounds. Dr. J-A-M-D.com, J-I-A-M-D.com. And you can also <laughs> just look up Ah, the Pleasure Book. Spelled A-A-H, dot, dot, dot. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dr. J-A-M-D.com. D-R-J-I-A-M-D.com. All right, so here's my question. Let's talk about the pleasures that are the empty pleasures. Let's talk about the self-destructive habits. Let's talk about drug use, overeating, compulsions, addictions. Um, You know, these are pleasures. These are temporary pleasures. Talk about that. So addiction, uh, properly understood is a pleasure disorder. We are uh, seeking pleasure, which, as I said, we are biologically programmed, hardwired to do. But we end up, in addiction, uh, going after the wrong kind of pleasure. What do I mean by the wrong kind? As you use the word empty or artificial, the best way to understand this, easy way to understand it, is the difference between junk food and uh, real food. Mm. Junk food is uh, junky because it doesn't actually have real nutritional value. Mm-hmm. It is empty calories. Because it doesn't have real nutritional value, when we eat it, we never get satisfied. As uh, Lay's potato chips ad used to say, you can't stop eating them (laughs) because Mm. they titillate the mouth, but they don't actually provide nutrition and fulfillment. So uh, we end up being hungry for more. This is exactly what an addiction is. Uh, We call it a craving. We want more and more of it, but it leaves us unsatisfied, unfulfilled. Mm. And it actually gets even worse than that because normally the things we desire bring us some pleasure, right? And and we think of it almost like desire and pleasure are the same thing because you desire something, you know what you want, you get it, and you feel good. Well, Mm. in the case of addiction, desire and pleasure uncouple. Mm -hmm. By that I mean we have a strong, very strong desire called craving for the next fix, whether that's Mm -hmm. heroin, coffee, um, you know, cocaine, you name it, gambling. And we have a strong desire. But when, and if you talk to addicts, when they engage their desire, they shoot up, they uh, drink more alcohol, whatever their addiction is, they'll tell you, ah, you know, it didn't really do that much for me. Like cigarette smokers will say, it's just a bad habit, but one I can't stop. So because we only have three minutes left, I'd like you to move into what steps can we do to learn to authentically and, you know, renew joy and pleasure in our life? How can we use pleasure for healing and transformation? So we just got three minutes. So kind of give us a little what you think we can do. So we've already kind of laid the foundation for what I'm about to say. And that is, to begin with, have the humility to say to yourself, like, you know, maybe I don't really know what pleasure is. I I was told, I was raised in a certain culture, given all kinds of ideas about it, it's good, it's bad. Maybe I just don't know what it is. From that place of not knowing, uh, having the curiosity to find out, 
How do you find out? You, uh, when you find yourself reaching for a pleasure or uh, taking something that is pleasurable, let's say food, be aware of the sensations in your body as you're reaching for that drink. What are the sensations in your body? Feel them. Not think about them. Just feel them. Breathe into them. When you take that sip to your mouth, taste it. Feel the sensations that arise as you begin to quench your thirst. And begin to explore in, the, in real time, in the present moment, begin to explore what is pleasure. How does it feel? How do I know this is pleasurable and that is unpleasurable? If you do that with an open mind and an open heart, your natural intelligence will operate to tell you, ah, you know, you thought that was going to be really great, but it it wasn't. Or you Mm. thought that was going to be really great, but you were reading the newspaper as you were eating your ice cream. You didn't even taste it. You yeah. didn't even really yeah. enjoy it. Now you're at yeah. the last drop, the last spoon, and you, you know, you missed it. Mm. This right. type of so, observation mm-hmm. will help. All right. Yeah. Well, we could we could spend a lot more time. We have a minute left. I want to tell people to please go to your website, drjamd.com. D R J I A M D.com. The book is Ah. A-A-H dot dot dot, the pleasure book. Dr. Jaw, it has been inspirational, enlightening, thought-provoking, all of those things, and uh, has certainly brought me pleasure in the moment. <laughs> thank Great. you. Thank this you for being on this program. Yeah, and and at you. my website, you can see the, my book trailer, which introduces you to the seven immutable laws of pleasure, which is okay. the, kind of the essence of the whole thing. Thank you so much. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this sure. edition of the Patricia Positive Living Show. Um, log on to my website, PatriciaRaskin.com, and you can write to me and uh, get a copy of my newsletter each month, just Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. I'm on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. And if you're looking to do your own podcast, I help people create their own shows and podcasts to get their positive messages out to the world. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.